0: This podcast is sponsored by ArtColorKit.com. Are your art supplies lonely? Visit ArtColorKit.com. Hey, how's it going? What's up? What you doing? What's going on? I don't know. Oh uh, Yeah, welcome to the podcast. Uh, I'm just, I've been doing paperwork pretty much all morning. Uh, so just a little recap. Yesterday I went to the park. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. It's in downtown Denver. It's the one that's like circular that has the bridges connecting the like over the river. Uh, I forget what it's called. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really feeling this today, so I'm just going to keep talking anyway. I'm probably not going to post this one, but um, we went f- there. I did the right thing. I read the instructions to the park. The first one was pick up after your dog, so if your dog is taking a poo, please pick it up. The second rule was no uh, liquor or illegal drugs. And rule number three is Greg deserves a back rub for going to the park to work out because I really didn't want to. But I'm trying to do the right thing. The doctor said I need to be more active, so I'm trying to be more active. Um, Dre and her friend Corey were, uh, were the ones that were going, and I was just tagging along. And so they went and did like stair runs And I just went on like a long, I did a little bit of running, but I mostly did a long walk. I think I walked for about two, two and a quarter miles, which isn't a lot, but it's something. And I was able to get out in the sunshine and just like be outside, which felt great. And so we did that. And then afterwards, Dre and I went and walked and got a boba tea, which I haven't had a boba tea since like 2000. 13, maybe 2012. Whenever I lived in Ocean Springs, I had, I got a boba tea. That's the last one I think I've had, you know, I'm not, it was okay. I'm not the biggest fan. I got like half ice and then half, uh, sweetness. So I, I guess it was, it was still really sweet. So I'm guessing normally they're like super sweet and super icy. I got the half ice because, you know, I didn't want to be wasting like that money on buying water. That's just frozen. So I wanted more tea. Uh, which actually, you know, tea is mostly water, so I don't really know what I was thinking. Maybe I should have gotten more ice. Um, That's dumb. Yeah, tea is water. Okay, well, you know, I thought I was being smart, but we got the big straw. The boba was at the bottom, and it's just like every single sip, like them them little balls just kept on popping up in the straw, and I just didn't really, I wasn't feeling it for the most part, but, you know, it was good. It was, it was pretty good. We also got mochi, uh, ice cream. It's like the ice cream with the dough on the outside. And I got a strawberry one, Dre got a mango one, and it was just, it was actually really refreshing and really nice. I think I've only ever had the green tea ones and I'm not a fan of the green tea ones. Let's see, let's do a little update. Um, I applied for a grant, uh, through the Rhino Art District and it's, they have this new wave of relief funding for artists who have been affected negatively from COVID-19. And I fit the bill. You know, I lost my job, um, the first one uh, that I thought I was going to be at for 20 years. I lost that job um, because the trade show industry just shut down globally. That just doesn't exist anymore. They're doing... So I was working as a graphics coordinator for a company called Zarnowski. And the company uh, it's mainly does trade shows. So it rents out equipment, rents out the booths, rents out like cabinets, all different types of stuff. And also it's like a full shop for um, a, a bunch of different companies to like do their trade show exhibitions. And it's a global company, we do we did graphics everywhere. And I was a graphics coordinator for General Motors. So, I would handle all the Chevrolet, all the Cadillac, all the GMC, and all the Buick graphics uh, for all their trade shows around America. I do, I would do some international stuff, but not too much. Um, but everything that came through Denver, I, I had my hands on it. Uh, it was a really good job. I really enjoyed it. Um, it wasn't the most fulfilling, but I think I need that so I can put more, more, more of my energy into my artwork. Um, But I lost that job, and that was my primary source of income. Uh, So this grant, what it's supposed to be is it's supposed to help people who are affected negatively by COVID like me. And so if I get this grant or when I get this grant, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make a publication, I'm going to make some merch, and I'm going to pay some of my studio rent. Um, So the, the publication... Like I just have like this need like in my soul to tell my story, and I feel like that's the next step for my creative practice is just to tell like who I am and why I'm doing what I'm doing and what I have already done. And so with this publication, I've already I wrote it out last night and I typed it up this morning. um, But I just kind of went through my backstory for who I am and like how i got to this point and it's it seems pretty compelling uh I, what i really want is to put it in print and put some photographs with it so like somebody can just pick up this publication they can get an idea of who i am then they can see a bunch of examples of my artwork and i want to be able to put them out around denver and i want to be able to put them in my art surprises and put them in like anytime like i mail artwork i want to put one in there which is an incentive to buy artwork, right? Hey, hey, uh, nudge, nudge. But I just feel like this need to tell my story. And it's kind of scary because I feel like I'm stepping on out onto a stage. And I don't really know, like, what the negative effects will be because my story is not pretty. Um, I have a lot of trauma in my past. Uh, and I've, been recently diagnosed with a mental illness. So I don't know what that's going to do in terms of my ability to be employed and whether or not people want to work with me in the future because they may deem me as disabled or something along those lines, which I am not. Uh, I just have a mental or uh, a, a chemical imbalance in my brain that causes me to go through extremes sometimes and uh, I'm on medication, and I'm fine now, so I I don't really know why I would be looked at differently, but after being fired from my last job for going to the hospital and seeing very clearly how they viewed me before and then viewed me after my hospitalization, it makes me think that some people in this world are just, they just don't get it, or maybe they're so old-fashioned and behind the times that they think that it's like, I don't know what they think. I, I just can't put myself in their headspace because it's just so negative and just so uh, incongruent with my worldview. I have much more empathy now for people who are suffering from homelessness and those types of things, just because I know that a lot of them are suffering from the same thing that I suffer from, and they just don't have the support network to help lift them up out of their uh, their struggles. And I'm grateful for my support network because if I didn't have it, I don't know where I'd be, you know. Uh, I wouldn't be where I'm at with the studio and being able to work on my artwork. I just, I don't know. Um, I just feel this need to tell my story and I think it'll help people. And I also think it'll help people contextualize who I am in their brain. Uh, Because right now I feel like All the thousands of people I've met throughout my life, um, they have an idea of who I am based off of our interactions, but there's nothing to really thread it all together to where they can see the whole context of who I am. So I feel like this is an opportunity to make that happen. Uh, Yeah, so that's the plan is to once I get this grant or if I get this grant, uh, I'm going to make a publication. Uh, that features my artwork. So, I'm going to put that out so people will be able to look at my artwork in print. And also, inside that publication, I'll have just uh, a little simplification. Oh, maybe not overly simplified, but just hitting the highlights of my backstory. Uh, and I think that that'll really help people contextualize me. Oh, what else? Um, I'm feeling like really impatient, waiting on blessings. Like, I feel like. I have a lot of blessings coming my way and I feel like uh, I've been sowing a lot of seeds and I'm just waiting to reap what I sow. I, I, I feel like I have a lot of good things coming my way, but I'm getting very impatient waiting for it. Um, and I know that's negative and I know that's not the most endearing qualities to have in a human being, but, and also it sounds kind of entitled, but it's just how I feel right now. Uh, I, I feel like I have a, like a good support network and I have a lot of people that love me and I want something else. It, it's for some reason, it feels like there's something missing in my life. Like, um, like I don't know if that's success uh, monetarily with my artwork or if it's just as simple as getting back and finding it. Like once I get back into a job, like will that be solved? But even with that, I feel like I'm working towards something and I know I'm going to continue working towards something until I find what that something is. And I'm still going to be making artwork. I'm still going to be producing content Uh, Like this podcast, and like publications, and merch, and other things, and I'm still gonna be trying to find ways to plug into the community that I'm associated with, and I'm still gonna be producing artwork and then posting it. So it's just I'm just gonna keep doing it, and I don't know what is gonna come of it. Uh, It's it's I I feel like something's got to give at some point, and I don't feel like I'm going to stop anytime soon. I just I don't plan on stopping. And it's really scary to think about because it's life is long, it's very very long and I don't want to lose my thirst for life, and I don't want to lose my passion for creation. And right now I'm it's starting to feel like a chore a little bit. Like I feel like I have to get through this point in my life to keep going. I keep going creating work. And I'm thinking it's from, uh, like, how do I put this? I've been to the hospital twice in less than a year, and each one was very expensive. And I have to pay that back. Also, I have to pay for my studio rent and my home rent and just, like, general living things. Like, I have to live. And it's, it's almost like being a creator is a burden. And like I have the weight of all my past work pushing me forward. And the burden is real. And I don't want it to feel like a burden. I want it to feel like a joy, like something I'm allowed to do that I get to do that I'm grateful for. And I think I need, to be employed to feel that way again Uh, because right now I am not feeling that way and I don't know if it's because of just insecurity like I don't feel comfortable just making things just for the sake of making them I need it to be some type of release or some type of balance so like if I'm working all day I get off work I go to the studio and then I make things it's a way for me to create balance in my life. And I'm wondering if since I'm on this medication that makes me balanced, if I'm finding that I've been using art as a means to find balance without medication. And I feel like I'm rambling, like I'm feeling like this doesn't make any sense, but I'm just going to keep on going because I need to talk this out. So thank you for being patient with me and thank you for understanding that I'm trying to work through some things. Um, so I have my medication. It makes me balanced. It keeps me from being too manic. It keeps me from being too depressive. So I have that. In the past, what I would do is I would work all day. I'd paint all night. I've lost the job to where I'm working all day. So now I'm in my studio working all day. And at night, I'm trying to learn how to relax. I'm doing an all right job. I'm sleeping more. I'm not turning to alcohol anymore as a way to fill the void. I'm praying more, which is, uh, I never really thought that I'd be doing that at this young of age. Like I always thought that that's something you start doing whenever you get older, but I understand that I do not have all the answers, uh, and the world is much larger and much more, um, There are much more unknowns in the world than I like to give it credit for. Uh, And there's a lot of things I don't understand. And my experiences with going to the hospital has made me a more spiritual person. And so I have been praying more. And I got to tell you, it feels good. It feels good to just give things up and just talk to a higher power and just say, this is what I'm dealing with. I'm giving it to you. Uh, help me through this because it just does. I, like, I don't know how to explain it. So I've been doing that more. And that may make people uncomfortable. And like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not trying to make you uncomfortable. This is about like my struggles and like what I'm dealing with. And this is just the conclusion I've come to. Um, I was raised Southern Baptist. So I've, it's ingrained in my soul um, to be a Christian Like I don't really feel like I have a choice about it. I could reject it, but I think that that would fracture my soul. I would much rather just be at peace with it and accept that it's part of who I am and part of my nature because of the way I was raised. I focus on the love aspect of it, and I focus on treating each other uh, as I want to be treated, treating others how I want to be treated, and focusing on just... The goodness of humanity. Um, I feel like there's a lot of negative aspects of humanity, but I'm not focusing on that. I'd rather see the good and uplift the good. And what I've noticed through this experience is I've been starting to listen to more hip hop that has that less explicit content to it. So more mindful hip hop. Um, I've also been listening to a little bit of Christian hip hop. And I've got to say just having those types of things in my brain as opposed to all the murder, the killing, the drug use, the sexualization of women, it feels better in my brain and it feels like I'm having more positive thoughts because I'm listening to more positive imagery. Uh, And it's kind of like I forgot how good listening to good music can feel. And so listening to mindful hip-hop has been, like, really, really nice. Uh, People who are uplifting each other and uplifting themselves. Uh, If you haven't gotten into it, I really recommend it. On Spotify, there's a bunch of mindful hip-hop playlists. And for some reason, like, I don't mind cursing. I try not to uh, whenever I'm speaking to people. I do cuss from time to time. But whenever I'm presenting myself to the public, I don't like to curse. Uh, It just feels like it detracts from the message. Uh, And for some reason, I'm having trouble listening to the the music that has a lot of cursing in it uh, just because it feels like it's not necessarily poison, but it feels like it leeches into my brain and I'm focusing on the negative aspects of life, whereas I'd rather be focused on the positive aspects of life. And so I don't mind hearing a negative story as long as the bend is towards getting out of that negative mindset or getting to a higher level or a higher plane of existence so i don't want to see like i don't like listening to to people who wallow in their uh, in their filth if that makes any sense i think that's because i have a tendency to wallow in my own filth so like if like b- before i got medicated like if i was in a depressive mode Um, I would just focus on all the negative aspects of life and I'd surround myself with those negative things. I'd listen to music that reinforced the negative aspects of my life and I would just wallow in it and just feel like the whole world is against me and it's not healthy. And so what I'm trying to do as someone who has newly found balance, uh, through medication, uh, I'm trying to maintain that balance through the art that I consume uh I I hope that makes sense. Um I hope that doesn't sound preachy cuz I'm not trying to be preachy. I'm just trying to explain what I'm going through. Um but mindful hip hop uh and Christian hip hop. The most of the Christian hip hop is kind of lame, not going to lie. Um can't really vibe with it. But there's like a new scene of them who like they're focusing on the grind and focusing on leveling up creatively. And I can really get behind them uh, because they're doing it for the passion of the art and they're doing it for um, the the love of the game. And I can really get behind that. Like Andy Minio, I think is his name. Uh, he's he's real fun to listen to. Uh, and Lecrae, uh, really get digging in his music as well. I think those are just like the two main guys right now. So I hope I don't sound like really lame by saying that. But those are the two guys that I've been listening to recently who, like, whenever, like, a lyric gets stuck in my head and, like, when I wake up and, like, a lyric's playing through my head, it's, like, one of their lyrics and it's a positive imagery uh, or a positive spin on something. And it helps me get through the day a little bit easier because I really think now that um, I found my balance – and that I'm alcohol-free for the most part, semi-sober is what I like to call it, uh, I'm starting to understand that I was using alcohol as a way to numb myself to the cycles that I was subjecting myself to. And those cycles are like shifting from manic to where I'm like really happy, overjoyed, and the feeling like I can do anything in the world, to feeling depressive, where... I feel like everything's against me, everyone hates me, and nothing can ever go right. And I was using alcohol as a way to transition from those two realms and trying to numb myself at night to where I don't think too much. Like, I can see that clearly now. I couldn't see it when I was doing it. I could kind of get an idea of it, uh, but like, uh, like I can't remember if I told y'all on here or not. But for my first uh, mental break back in June, uh, like my first serious episode, I was stone sober. Um, I was smoking a little weed at the time, which I'm sure I'm sure that didn't help at all. But like I wasn't drinking at all. And I felt great. And what happened is I went into a manic episode where I was feeling incredible. And that's how my episode happened. There was no, there was nothing to bring me back down to earth. And I feel like I was using alcohol to depress myself to bring me back down to earth and to be manageable to where my mania wouldn't get out of hand and now that I have medication that keeps me balanced I feel like it's a much healthier out like a much healthier way of dealing with it even though there are side effects for the medicine which I'm not going to get into because it's just that's just life Uh, we all got to deal with things Uh, but the trade-off is there for me as an artist who has experienced mania and mania, 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 and depression off and on for the past 15 years or so, it does feel like I'm having to figure out a new way to live and a new way to be balanced. Uh, I know what success looks like for me, and that's just to keep creating and keep, keep making, making new things. And uh, that's what I'm doing. So, I mean, I'm a success. So I don't really feel the need to, like, as a young person, I felt the need to prove myself constantly. I don't really feel that anymore. What I want to do is be financially independent. And that's really where my energy has been going into. Um, And I also want to be okay whenever it comes time to retire. So that's where my energy has been going into. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm going to leave it here. I kind of got into some more spiritual stuff. I wasn't really expecting to do that. Like I'm really not even expecting to post this, but you know, I I might just, just because just for the sake of transparency. And also I feel like these podcasts are helping me tell my story to you. uh, If if that makes any sense, Uh, because this is what I'm going through and it's not all pretty. It's not all set in stone. It's not all curated. Um, I'm just being honest and I don't know what the repercussions of being honest are going to be. But that's all I can really do is just be honest and be myself with you. Because I'm honest and I'd be myself with everybody. At least I try to be. Okay, well, I love you. And oh, I need to say what I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for you if you're listening to this. Uh, I know, well, actually, I don't know. This may be really interesting to you. There may be some like voyeuristic aspect of it where you get to dive into somebody else's brain uh, for a little bit and get out of your own brain, but I'm grateful for you for listening to this. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that I'm I'm sure of nothing. I don't know. I don't know what I was going to say there. I just, I'm grateful. I'm grateful that you're giving me the, your time, giving me your energy, um, and giving me a chance Uh, I don't look at the statistics on these things. I don't look at how many downloads I get. I don't look at any of that stuff uh, because that's not what it's about for me. This is about talk therapy and communicating what I'm going through to you. And I'm hoping that you get a better sense of who I am from this so we can have a real human connection through the internet. Uh, And... I, all, all I know how to be is honest. Uh, so I'm trying my best to be as honest as possible with you because I'm giving you that res. I respect you enough to be honest with you, and I know that you can handle the truth. Uh, a lot of people think that things need to be dumbed down or sugar coated or curated to where you can be likable or more likable. Like I could be talking about whatever's topical right now, just to you know try to give you more things to talk about whenever you're with your friends. But that's not who I am. I'm just dealing with a bunch of psychological stuff. So that's all I can really speak to. But I am grateful for you. And I'm grateful that you give me your time because that's, you know, we all only have so much time on this earth and I'm just grateful for you. Okay. Love you. Bye-bye. This podcast is sponsored by artcolorkit.com. Are your art supplies lonely? Visit ArtColorKit.com.